You're listening to Rama for Today. So he said, I didn't say anything to her, but I felt like, well, I put in some extra work here and I just kept $5,000 of her part back. Of course, she didn't know the difference, you know. And the Spirit of God was telling off on him, you see. And so Lake said, I said to him, well, do you have $5,000 in the bank? Oh, yeah, I got much more than that. Well, he said, okay, Ryder, you have your checkbook with you? Yeah. He said, okay, write out a check for $5,000, make it out to your sister-in-law, and you can get an envelope over there off of that desk and address it to her and go down there and mail it. In fact, there's a stamp. Go, go down and mail it on the corner mailbox and come back and I'll pray for you. See, we, we, we rush into praying for some people too quickly. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Remember there in the Old Testament again about, about Elisha? Uh, you remember Naaman came there, you know, and was healed. And he wanted to give uh, Elisha, you know, so many talents of gold, so many talents of silver, and so many changes of raiment, or we'd say suits of clothes, the way we would talk. But he wouldn't take anything. He said it's not time to be receiving gifts. And uh, remember that Elisha had a servant by the name of Gehazi. And uh, he followed, ran after Naaman and overtook him and lied to him and said, after you left, two young prophets came. And though my master wouldn't take anything for himself, he said it'd be all right to take so many talents of gold, so many talents of silver and a couple of changes of raiment, or we'd say a couple of suits of clothes apiece for these two prophets. Well, old Naaman just thrilled about being healed of this deadly disease that he gave him twice as much as he asked for, didn't he? And then that rascal went out and hid it because he's lying and getting it for his own benefit. Then when he stood in the presence of Elisha, the prophet, uh, Elisha asked him, where have you been? He said, nowhere, my master. And he said, my spirit went with you when you joined yourself to that chariot. See, he saw it in the spirit. Now you stop and reflect upon that just a minute. Here this fellow Gehazi is with Elisha, the prophet, every day, every single day. Well, now, if the prophet, because he's a prophet, because he stands in that office, if he always knows everything about everybody, well, wouldn't he have been a fool? I mean, you know, he's not stupid. He wouldn't have tried that, would he? I said, would he? Well, he'd already, he would have been 100% certain ahead of the time he'd be caught up with. No, it is only as the Spirit wills. Now, here's what somebody said. Now, I don't understand that. Now, how come Brother Hagin to know that that fellow didn't pay his tithes and the third person afterwards that he prayed for didn't pay tithes and he never said a word to them? And then five more people down the line, remember this same church, they don't support the church or paid tithes, and he never said a word to them, just went ahead and prayed for them. Now, if he knew that about this one, why didn't he know that about that one? See? Well, it's not a matter of what I knew or what I didn't do. It's a matter of what the Lord revealed to me. You see, Jesus himself said, and we've been reading that in these classes heretofore. I didn't get through with everything I wanted to say. That's the reason I'm picking up again here. If you turn to that fifth chapter of John's gospel, 
We read about Jesus at the pool of Bethesda and about the healing of a man there. But you get down to the 19th verse. Look at that 19th verse of the 5th chapter of John. The 19th verse of the 5th chapter of John's gospel. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son, capital S-O-N, talking about himself, the Son of God, can do nothing of himself. The Son can do nothing of himself. You see, it was only as God the Father through the Holy Spirit would inspire him or manifest himself that he could do anything because he had stripped himself. The Bible said he laid aside his mighty power and glory when he came into this world. That's the reason he had to be anointed with the Holy Ghost, you know. Now, you see, if we would realize that, then we'd understand, see, see where this person been said, so now, now Brother Hagin knew about that. And now, if he knew this fellow didn't pay tithes, how come he knew that one didn't? How come he didn't know that one didn't? Well, I didn't know any of them didn't. You see, well, how come, then how come God to reveal that? Well, I don't know. I'm not God. I do know some spiritual truths, however, that uh, the more light one has, the more is required of them. Are you listening? See, more is required of some people in many areas than others because they know more. The Bible teaches us, you'll have to, you'll have, you can't get away from that Bible fact that the Bible teaches us is a similarity between spiritual growth and physical growth. The Bible plainly says, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. The Bible again says, be no longer children. You see, tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine by the slide of men. But the Bible talks about growing up into him. The King James says, unto a perfect man, that's a little blind to us. Because nobody in this world has ever become perfect. But, but actually the Greek word is a mature man. Full grown. Hallelujah. Christian he's talking about, see. Well, in the natural you require more. You know, like you require more. You expect more. You require more out of a 14-month-old child than you would a 4-month-old child. You require more out of a 14-year-old child than you do a 4-year-old. You expect more out of a 24-year-old than you do a 14-year-old. And you even expect more out of a 34-year-old than you do a 24. You know, you ought to grow. Mentally, at least. Isn't that true? <laughs> See, you'd think nothing at all now. A little four-month-old child being held in his mother's lap. And you might not think a whole lot about a 14-month-old, but what about a 14-year-old sitting in his mama's lap, taking the bottle? <laughs> Everybody would be looking, said, there's something wrong there. And a 14-year-old boy or girl, either one, <laughs> you know, they reach that age, they sort of a teenager and stumble over their own feet. <laughs> but a 24-year-old, you expect them, you know, to sit down and act a little bit better than a teenager does a lot of times. Don't you? Well, do you suppose God is any more unreasonable than we are or reasonable either one? <laughs> No, more is required. See, this man evidently knew more, had more light. God expected more of him. See, that's what he was wrestling about in his conscience. Somebody else that didn't even know about some truths might not bother him at all. Now the time will come and God will have to deal with him about something. What am I saying to you is this. Jesus spit on the ground, made clay of the spittle, said to the man, go wash it all. 
and I'll come again seeing. If he hadn't obeyed, he wouldn't have been healed. Sometimes, in many areas, there's an act of obedience that has to come first before a person can be healed. Now, we need to realize that. John Lake says one time that he was praying with a fellow. In fact, he'd prayed with him several times. This man came for healing. Among other things, he had sugar diabetes, or he was a diabetic. And that is the benefit, you see, of, of ministering to people more than once and the people being in services where the Spirit of God's in manifestation. Of course, this man, uh, Lake, didn't have service every day, but at least they would come and they would talk to him. In other words, he had what they call healing rooms. He'd run sort of like a doctor's office. You'd check in with the uh, receptionist, and then you may go to a room talk to somebody, and they'd pray with you. And then he'd have so many lives. They're not every day, but two or three of them a week of service, all like we're having here. But otherwise, they'd just deal with them like we do in counseling on a one-to-one basis. Of course, Lake couldn't deal with all of them. He had workers there, and you know, no other man could or person. But he happened to be praying with this fellow. And if I remember correctly, I think this is about the third time that he had prayed with him. And so he just stopped and said to him, what is this $5,000 that keeps coming up before me? See, in his spirit, it just kept rising up. The man said, well, my brother and I were in business together, and he was an older brother, and he, he died. And, and so I had furnished the money. I was a partner, and, you know, and he did the work. But now we're partners. You know, we just split it even, the profits, so on. His wife didn't want to carry the business on. She knew nothing about it. She just told me, you go ahead and just liquidate everything, sell out, you know, and, so he said, I didn't say anything to her, but I felt like, well, I put in some extra work here, and I just kept $5,000 of her part back. Of course, she didn't know the difference, you know. And the Spirit of God is telling off on him, you see. And so Lake said, I said to him, well, do you have $5,000 in the bank? Oh, yeah, I got much more than that. Well, he said, okay, write, you have your checkbook with you? Yeah. He said, okay, write out a check for $5,000, make it out to your sister-in-law, and you can get an envelope over there off of that desk and address it to her and go down here and mail it. In fact, there's a stamp. Go, go down and mail it on the corner mailbox and come back and I'll pray for you. See, we, we, we rush into praying for some people too quickly. Amen. Now, see, we, we have to, if we're just going to be there a few days, like our healing crusades, well, you just have to go ahead. I know ahead of time everybody's not going to get healed. They could, but they're not because they're not in, always in position to do so. But you see, you don't have time to teach them and, and you'll get a certain percent of them healed. Just like I know you're not going to get everybody saved, but you, you know, they could all get saved. But you know, from experience, you're not going to get everybody saved. But those that will respond, you'll get a certain percent of them saved. You still out there? So the man met and made that check to his sister. law came back late and laid hands on him and was instantly healed, made perfect. So we need to realize, that's the point I'm making right now, that there is an obedience. Now there's something else I believe the Lord wants me to emphasize today. And I'm just uh, not teaching these, these weeks from notes. And I did open my notebook up here, but I haven't said anything that's there yet. I may get around to it next week sometime. But uh, I'm just endeavoring to follow the Spirit of God in this. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore 
I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagen, Love, Faith's Firm Foundation. Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagen, entitled Talk to Me, Connecting with the Heart of God. Also in the offer is Craig Hagen's CD entitled Just Believe. And finally, Denise Hagen Burns' CD entitled Holy Spirit, The Ultimate Best Friend. You can get all this for the price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rema for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. If you happen to have a testimony, uh you can email us at testimony at rhema.org and we'd love to read these and, and then we'd love to share them with everyone yes. that's listening. Also, if you, if you would like prayer, all yes. you have to do is go to and email us at prayer at rhema.org mm -hmm. and give the request. And it will be prayed over. I, they will send the copy by my desk, and I pray with it. And we send it over to the Prayer and Healing Center, and one of the prayer groups will pray for that. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.